0: The devil led him up to a high place and showed him in an instant all the kingdoms of the world. And he said to him, I will give you all their authority and splendor. It has been given to me, and I can give it to anyone I want to. If you worship me, it will all be yours. Jesus answered, It is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. The devil led him to Jerusalem and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the son of God, he said, throw yourself down from here. For it is written, He will command His angels concerning you to guard you carefully. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Jesus answered, It is said, Do not put the Lord your God to the test. When the devil had finished all this tempting, he left him until an opportune time. Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the Spirit, and news about him spread throughout the whole countryside. He was teaching in their synagogues, and everyone praised him. This is the word of the Lord.
1: Okay, good morning. I don't often use a table, but I need one today. Um, also, at home, you will need some paper. Um, so if you have some paper nearby, then grab it. It can be any kind of paper, an old receipt, an old envelope. We're trying to be an eco-church and be better at being an eco-church, so don't use fresh paper. I'll get in trouble for encouraging that. Okay, Um, Thank you, Jack, for bringing us our reading. Jack is a member of our youth team. There's actually a lot of youth in our service today, which I'm really excited about. Um, Last week, Katie was talking to us about love, and today we are thinking about temptation. And you might think those two words are very different, but actually, I think love can very easily um, lead to temptation and can very easily have um, sort of a similar theme. So we're going to be thinking a bit about temptation. Um, but before we do that, why don't we pray together? Father, thank you um, for this chance to meet together this morning. Thank you for the chance to hear from your word. And God, I pray that as we listen to your word and from the words that I say, that we would hear from you. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, uh, I uh, think that temptation can be quite a tricky thing to to understand and to think about. So, I had a little look in the dictionary to see what it said, and it said, Temptation is the desire to do something, especially something wrong or unwise, and a thing that attempt, um, attracts or tempts someone. Now, I don't know if those words mean anything particular to you. I don't know if you have temptations in your life that you're very aware of at the moment, um, or perhaps you don't. But um, hopefully, today we will be having a little think about those things that we are tempted by and what we can do about them and um, I found a video to go alongside this I have used this video a number of times so my apologies to the young people because you've probably seen this loads of times before um, and definitely if you're at St Paul's school you will have seen this in November because I used it for an assembly but I think it's a really good one and it makes a good point so um, we're going to watch a quick video about temptation um, just to put it in context in case it's not clear from the beginning um, children are given a marshmallow it's massive I don't think I've ever seen marshmallows so big and they told that if they don't eat that marshmallow but if they save it um, until the lady, the kind of tester, comes back then they can have another one and this is their reaction. So let's have a watch of this video. Okay, in that chair. Alright, here's the deal. Marshmallow for you. You can either wait
2: I'm going to go do something, and then I'll come back. It smells yummy.
1: You need (laughs) him. So, I don't know if you saw a bit of yourself in any of those children. I don't know if you're tempted by your favourite treat, if you're one who will kind of resist for a bit and enjoy it a bit later on, or if you just stuff it straight in. Um, I love the little girl who's eating it before the testers even left the room. She's that tempted. And often when we think about temptation, we can maybe think that there's nothing we can do to resist it, um, that perhaps if we hold off for a little while and then have it, that's sort of sort of like resisting it. Um, but actually, in our reading today um, that we heard from Jack, we saw that Jesus was in the wilderness, and he was tempted in three different areas. Um, we're going to come to those areas in a minute, and I wonder if one of them might be particularly one of our areas that we find temptation And although Jesus was alone in the wilderness, in the desert on his own, he was physically alone. He managed to resist those temptations because he wasn't spiritually alone. He had the Holy Spirit with him and he kept referring back to the Bible. The passage shows us that uh, Jesus' temptation could fall into three categories. But with each of those, he managed to go against them by using the same two things, the Holy Spirit and the Bible. Now, I like to make talks a bit interactive. Obviously, very tricky at the moment because we can't be in church physically together. So, if it's helpful for you to do something interactive at home, then you need your paper now. Um, when I was talking to our oldest child about how I could make this talk interactive, his first answer was origami. I don't know if that means anything to you. I don't know if you're super origami. Oh, Heather is a super origamiist. I should have got you up to help. Um, the only origami I could think of, I don't even know if it's classed as origami, was making a paper aeroplane. So, if you can make a paper airplane out of your paper at home then go for it uh I should have pre-made this I'm not very good at doing them okay and it's going to help us with our talk so I've made a big plane so you can see it at home and as we go along we're going to write things on it okay so hopefully you've made your plane The first um, area of temptation that Jesus um, kind of shows us in this wilderness experience is what I've described as the area of the things we consume. So that's the things that we eat or drink, or often we can consume things with our eyes. It's kind of the things that go into us. And um, The devil tempts Jesus and Jesus' reply is, man shall not live on bread alone. Now Jesus is hungry. He's been in the desert for 40 days. He's been in this wilderness situation for 40 days and he hasn't eaten. He would be hungry. Anyone would be hungry. And so the devil tempts him to make some bread out of stones, which we know that he can do. There are um, examples in the Bible of God being able to produce food um, seemingly from nowhere. So um, in the Exodus, the Israelites are given manna that comes down from heaven. And later on in the Bible, Jesus manages to feed 5,000 people with just a couple of loaves and some fish. So we know he can do that. But in this instance, he chooses not to. Because although providing food is something that God can do, and we see that in the Bible, actually it would just be meeting an immediate um, temptation and Jesus doesn't want to do that. Now I wonder if there's something that we consume too much of and it meets our immediate temptation but actually maybe not our long-term one and so on your aeroplane if it's helpful if you open it up I'd love you to write inside anything that you struggle with that you maybe consume too much of or not the right types of things so that could be maybe eating too many marshmallows it could be binge watching tv or netflix it's very easy to do at the moment or it could be the things that we drink so maybe we're drinking too much coffee at the moment or something else so if it's helpful right in the middle of your airplane the things that you consume that maybe are a temptation for you okay Our second um, temptation that Jesus shows us in this wilderness experience is, I think, sort of a link to power. And this is in Luke. Uh, chapter 4 verses 5 to 8 and the the devil tempts Jesus into um, worshiping him and he says if you worship me then I'll give you all of this um, authority over all of this place over all of these people over the splendor of the world and for me when I think about what that looks like in our world today I think it's the idea of getting lots of likes or lots of followers on social media it might be being the best at something. So maybe you do a sport or you do some kind of activity and you just want to be the best at that. Um, in our family, we are definitely a very competitive family. We had a family quiz on Friday um, for someone's uh, 70th birthday and all of us in the family on Zoom were desperate to win. Um, obviously, there was only one winner and we came last, but you know that's beside the point. But maybe winning has become something that, is very tempting to you and can perhaps overshadow relationships or um, yeah, treating each other in the right way. So I wonder if there's something that you can write on your um, aeroplane, on the nose, so this very front bit, the thing that people see the most, um, that you are tempted to do in terms of um, power. So whether that's wanting to win or be the best um, or seeking lots of likes or lots of followers on social media, is that a temptation for you? Because Jesus answers when Satan tries to tempt him in that way. He says, worship the Lord your God and serve only him. And that's um, a quote from Deuteronomy 8 verse 3. Because often when we seek our power, when we seek our recognition in being the best or other people's likes, that means that we put that above what God thinks of us and we put that above our worship of him. So take a moment to write on the nose of your plane the things um, that, are, that you might worship or put above worship of God. And then finally, um, the third area that I um, think is uh, made clear in this wilderness experience is trust. So who we allow ourselves to rely on. And do we do this wholeheartedly or do we need evidence that God can be trusted? So verses nine to 12 in Luke chapter four, make it clear that the devil questions who Jesus trusts and whether he's fully reliant on God. He tempts um, Jesus to prove that God is faithful by asking him to jump from a high place and proving that God will catch him. Now, if Jesus did this, God would have caught him and God would have saved him. But he doesn't need to do this because he replies by saying, Do not put the Lord your God to the test. But I wonder, particularly in these times we're in at the moment, if we're ever tempted to question how much God loves us and whether we can trust him. And I think it's natural to have questions about faith. In fact, in youth group and in life, I encourage questions. We're not asked to follow God blindly. But this passage reminds us that it's not okay to test God. It's not okay to say, I will do X, Y, and Z if you do this. That's not what having faith is about. So I wonder if you could write on the wings of your plane any questions you might have for God. So they might be what's going to happen next in this world that we find ourselves in. It might be when will lives ever get back to normal again or when will I see this person that I love that I haven't seen physically for a long time you could have many questions but I encourage you to write them on the wings of your plane so in conclusion what does this passage really mean to us today I wonder if for some of us this past 11 months has felt a bit like a wilderness. Maybe we felt very alone or isolated. We may have been in homes with other people, but we haven't been able to live our lives in the way that we normally do. I wonder if over the past few months we've been facing new temptations, perhaps new ones that appear more because we're at home or perhaps old ones because we're at home perhaps have a bit more time. I wonder if by being at home we're more tempted by food or by drink or by the things that we watch. Or I wonder if, hopefully, with the announcement that's coming this week, if restrictions are lifted, perhaps we're worried about temptations we might be going out into the world to face and that old temptations might resurface. I wonder if perhaps not seeing friends or much. As much, or losing a job, or losing our homes, or losing a loved one, has caused us to be tempted to look inwards and to rely on ourselves and not to seek God. I wonder if we found ourselves testing God, calling out to Him to end this situation we are in, or questioning how much we can really trust Him. Now, all of these reactions are totally understandable, and God understands them because Jesus was in the same position. He was lonely, he was isolated, he was hungry, he was alone. But coming back to what I said at the beginning, these verses remind us that we aren't alone. God makes this very clear. These verses that we read this morning start with Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, left the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. That's verse 1. That was the first verse Jack read to us. And then ends with Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the Spirit and news about him spread through the whole countryside. He was teaching in the synagogues and everyone praised him. So Jesus made it through this wilderness experience because he relied on the Holy Spirit and because he knew the word of God to be true. And we can make it through our wilderness times if we do the same. Now, as we close, in a moment, we're going to listen to a song that um, some of the hub members, our older youth group, have put together, which I think is a really encouraging song to remember that God is still God in the tough times, in the good times, and in every time in between. And as we do that, I wonder if it would be helpful to bring before God some of the things that we might feel tempted by at the moment. We've looked at those three areas, the things we consume, the things we worship or that we find our power in, and in trust. And not all three of those areas might be important to all of us. It might just be one of them. But I think there's something really helpful about naming that thing before God and asking that he would fill us full of his Holy Spirit and bring Bible passages to mind when we need them and we're struggling. And as we do that, as we listen to this song in a moment... I meant to write my words down, but I dropped my pen. Um, What you can do is refold your aeroplane so it's the other way around, and then your words are still there, but they're on the inside. And then as you fold your plane the other way around, write on the wings, one side, write Holy Spirit, and on the other side, write Bible. Because those temptations are still there when we go into the next phase of whatever our world will look like. Those temptations are still there when we're at home. But overriding those and helping us to overcome them is the Bible and the Holy Spirit so refold your plane and write Bible and Holy Spirit on the wings so that we're reminded that those things can help us through our temptations so yeah we're going to listen to um, a song now as you um, yeah as you take time to hand those temptations over to God I'm just going to pray to lead us into that. Father, thank you that you are a God of love. You are a God who is good. And I pray that as we um, come before you and bring our temptations to you, that we would see you in them, that we would remember we do not face them alone, but that with the power of your word and the power of the Holy Spirit, we can make our way through them. In Jesus' name, amen.
2: i